On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, this is going to be part two, and we don't know how many of these episodes we are going to do, but there is a lot to get through when it comes to email marketing. Last time in the solo episode, I talked all about how to get the click, what kind of subject lines to use, what sort of preview text to use, all of the best practices when it came to that. And today we are going to be talking about the actual body of the email and what to put in the email, how many images to put in the email, all of that kind of stuff what kind of calls to action to use. This may be basic to some of you, but I still suggest that you guys have a listen to this one. You guys are going to get a ton out of this one. I can almost guarantee you. Hey guys, before we begin, I want to talk to you about how to grow your e-commerce brand in a post iOS 14.5 world. If you're doing over seven figures in D to C, you need to hear this. Back when Facebook ads were absolutely crushing it and driving massive amounts of revenue, setting up basic flows and sending out occasional email campaigns used to cut it, SMS marketing included. You'd see it constantly and so would we when we were looking at accounts at Mindful Marketing. Brands earning 20 to 45% of their total revenue with email marketing with maybe three to four hours of work a month and that's because they just set up some basic flows and then silence but now that the facebook algorithm has stopped spitting out such ridiculous returns where do we go retention but it requires marketers to go deeper than simple templated flows and copy and pasted campaigns which we've seen all the time it requires actually having a system that increases the ltv of your customers and then actually realizing that entire customer lifetime value in a shorter period of time and hopefully even searing a higher LTV. We're saddened to see brands do all the same things with their emails and SMS, and we're sick of auditing agency accounts who simply set up welcome flows and show off how many sales they make. Anyone can set up a welcome flow, abandoned cart flow, etc. That is the simple stuff, guys. The real key in retention marketing is digging deep into your market, copy, offer, your creative, and then pairing that with a strategy that turns one-time buyers into two-time buyers, into three-time buyers, and on and on, just like we've seen at our brands. So if you want to find out exactly how deep our retention marketing strategy goes, book a quick wins call with our team and we will show you exactly how we drive more repeat sales for our clients and hopefully how you can too. Go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quickwins. That's mindfulmarketing.co slash quickwins, all one word. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I'm going to continue on my email train as far as best practices are concerned. If you guys have been in e-commerce for a while, you're probably doing the same old emails over and over again, same subject lines. If you want to learn more about subject lines, preview text, uh, you know what gets the click, all of the best practices when it comes to that, please go back to my previous episode where we talked all about that sort of stuff. Today, we are going to talk about actual email itself, what to do, you know, how to send it. Last time we talked about who to send it to. We talked about segments, all of that. Today, we're going to be talking about what the actual email looks like, how many calls to action to have throughout it, uh, the content best practices, right? So now that we've picked the right people, the right time, compelling subject line, you know, hopefully you've gotten between 20 and 30% of those people to open. Though again, it's very limited as to, you know, what we know about that as far as people opening now with iOS 15. Thank you, Apple, again, for um, just shedding less light on what we can do as, as marketers, but that's okay. Let's talk about your body copy. This is a huge mistake that I see, guys. I see emails go out to people that are purely image-based. What will happen to that email? Yes, you guessed it right. That email will go into the promotions folder and potentially the spam folder. Probably not the spam folder, 
but it will definitely go into the promotions folder. These image heavy emails that have no body copy whatsoever. One of the uh, companies that we purchased last year, we did an audit of their emails and it was purely image based. It was text on image which is of course going to go to the promotions folder. What is a brand going to do? <laughs> you know, what would Gmail think a brand is going to do? Of course, they're going to send images, right? I'm not saying that you shouldn't put any images in your uh, email body, but you need to craft actual copy, right? This is well where you fulfill those promises that you've made in the subject line. Now, remember, I said in the previous episode, I said, I want you guys to make them clickable, these subject lines, not clickbait, right? So clickbait, would basically be something that has nothing to do with the rest of your email, right? So you want to make sure that your body copy matches the subject line and the promise that you gave in the subject line and the preview text, right? Really, really important there. You want to make sure that you engage the subscribers in what you're already talking about. So again, the body of your email should be compelling, concise, and making sure that it's on brand, right? So your copy needs to convince subscribers to act on the prompt or the call to action featured in your email. I'm going to go to calls to action for a second here. Another huge mistake that I see brands making is having multiple calls to action. Yeah, but I don't want to send too many emails to my subscribers. So I'm just going to fit multiple calls to action. Multiple calls to action will not work. Probably one of the best work that Donald Miller has done over the years uh, with StoryBrand is the simple line of you confuse, you lose. Multiple calls to action will confuse people. If you need them to do two different things, send two different emails. Uh, you could send them one right after another. I don't think that's a great idea. I think that you should spread them out throughout the day. But if you have two separate things that you want people to do, send it in two separate emails. Let's think SMS marketing for a second. <laughs> Would you ever dare have two calls to action in SMS marketing? Absolutely not. You would have one call to action that leads people to a specific page where you're trying to get them to take a specific action. So please do not have multiple calls to action. Have it very clear what you want them to take the next step. Now, one big thing in the settings of Klaviyo that I, Klaviyo or Klaviyo, you'll hear me call it both, uh, Canadian thing. One of the settings that I do not like is they auto have their call to action as buy now. That is not the point of an email. The point of an email is for you to take the next step, right? It's for them to take the next step from the email onto the website where they learn more and then they add to cart and then they put their payment info and then they buy. Why would we be telling people to buy straight in an email? That is not the point of this. The point of this is for them to learn more. So calls to action like learn more, shop now, see more, all of those kinds of things. That's what we're trying to do in our email. We're not trying to sell them in the actual copy of the email. We're trying to pre-sell them, of course. But remember, this is a relationship. This is not just like, hey, buy my stuff, right? <laughs> those are the brands that are not doing well in a post iOS 14.5 world. They do not work, right? People want a relationship with a brand. So when you're formatting your email copy, create concise, easy to read sections, right? So start with one simplified offer. This is what we're offering. This is what we want you to do. Write short paragraphs, leveraging white space for more inviting copies. So what I mean by that is I want you guys to write these nice short paragraphs that people actually want to read. If somebody looks and sees your email and it's like massively long and it's all condensed together, they're not going to read the email. Bullet points are your friends, right? Use headings, bullet points, make it clear so that you're taking them on a journey. Don't be afraid to use those formatting options strategically, right? So bold phrases that you want, highlight text, 
text draw attention to some of those key phrases, right? Now, incorporate images in there. Make sure that your images are no longer than one megabyte. I'd say that they need to be a lot smaller than one megabyte. Some email providers actually block bigger messages like that. So make sure that whatever images you're putting into those emails are condensed, right? And there's all sorts of options for you to do that. You can do that on Canva if you want. Just make sure that those images that you put into the emails are very small, no bigger than one megabyte, guys. So you are going to hit the spam or the promotion folder. Absolutely. But incorporating images that add some value and, and sell the next stage of the journey, the next click are incredibly important. So making sure that your images have a call to action on them, right? If you're going to make it clickable and linkable, which I highly suggest that you do make sure that there's a call to action on the image. Mobile optimization and responsive design. Okay, this is interesting because if you're using any of the major ones, this isn't going to be an issue. I just wanted to bring it up just to make sure you guys understand when you are formatting an email, about 60 to 65% of all of your opens are going to happen on mobile. So make sure that it's formatted for mobile. Make sure that people don't have to scroll a huge way for them to see what the call to action or what even what this email is about. I don't suggest putting your image on the top. I suggest putting the subject of what your offer is on the very top. Remember, you know, back in the day when you're doing web design and you're looking and we're talking about above the fold, right? Think about what's above the fold on your phone and making sure that you are selling the next stage of the journey, which is scrolling down to eventually get to your call to action. Um, again, let's talk about calls to action here. So one call to action per email, guys. Use action-oriented words, right? That create a little bit of urgency. Talk about limited time. Talk about a limited number of stock. You can use phrases like shop now, learn more, get started today, all of these sorts of things, and make sure that your button call to action needs to stand out. I know that, you know, a lot of you are amazing designers and, and that's really, you know, where you stand out. Your call to action needs to be clickable. It needs to stand out off the page. People need to be directed where to go and what to do next. I like putting sometimes text links in there as well. So if you're getting somebody to read along, say, hey, click here. But I also like having a big, strong, bold call to action. That's going to get them taking the next step. Now, I think that that is basically all for now. There's a couple things that I wanna, a couple tips that I wanna give you. Number one, who is this email from, right? Is this just from the brand or are you specifically sending it from the founder of the brand? I suggest having the founder, a picture of the founder, as well as an e-signature or, or something that looks like a real signature in your email at the bottom. I also suggest thanking people for their time and thanking them for continuing to read your emails, right? You're taking up people's time when you send them an email. It's a huge part of people's day is reading their emails. So thank them for actually reading the email. And then of course, let them know that they can unsubscribe at any time. I think that's really, really important. A huge thing here that we haven't talked about, sorry, I know I said we were getting close to the end and we are getting close to the end, but this A-B testing your emails. So, you know, I say don't put an image up at the top of an email. And I only know that because I have A-B tested and it's always better to have what your offer is in writing up at the top and then an image. And that's really, really important for you guys to have. It's really important to A-B test these things. I think that that's all guys. I think that we're going to leave it there. I want this to be a really quick, actionable episode for you guys today. I hope that you guys got a lot out of this one. 
If you want us to take a look at what you guys are doing, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins. And one of our team members will sit down with you for 15 minutes, go through your email account, potentially even take a look at what you were doing on SMS. And we will give you some incredible tips beyond what we're even talking about on the podcast. And again, I just want to say, I want to use my best practice in email and say, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We know that there's thousands of you out there who are listening. I love getting these messages on LinkedIn saying, hey, Jordan, I used some of your tactics this year and we've doubled our growth and I feel like our company is just going incredibly. That makes me feel so happy. That is really what I need to continue doing this. So thank you guys. And thank you for all of you who have stuck with us from the very beginning. You know, we're close to, this will be close to episode 280 or something like that in there. And it's incredible to see the growth. So if you guys have e-commerce friends who could benefit from listening to this podcast and um, you don't think that they would be too annoyed listening to me and the advice that I have to give, please share it with one of your friends. That would just be absolutely incredible. And if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, Spotify would be great. We've got tons of great reviews on iTunes. Thanks to all the people who have put reviews on iTunes Canada and iTunes US. But we would really love to get some more Spotify reviews as well. Spotify is becoming quite the player in the podcasting world and we would love to be on there as well. So really appreciate you guys listening in today and I hope that you guys got a ton out of this one and I will see you again next week. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.